just before we how just before we get to uh, what we're going to be dealing with today, uh, I, how many of you are aware of the hurricane that hit the East Coast and uh, over 200 uh, dead in Haiti? Devastation uh, across the nation. And we have missionaries who serve there. Uh, it's actually probably the greatest representation of missionaries in Haiti are the Mennonites. Uh, they have adopted the country itself, and they have put literally hundreds of missionaries on the ground in Haiti. But we also have a missionary, Roger and Margaret Clark, who are there, and they've shared some of the devastation there. So I think it would be uh, just kind of weird if we would gather together today on this beautiful day for us, but not recognize that there are some people around the uh, nations of the earth who are struggling, but specifically the nation of Haiti, and then also the devastation that has occurred in Florida up through uh, Georgia, Carolinas, uh, it, it has hit hard. Uh, I was looking at a pier that's right outside of a restaurant called Damon's Restaurant. It's like a steakhouse that Karen and I have eaten at in Myrtle Beach. And there's the longest pier in Myrtle Beach right there that has been basically destroyed by the hurricane that came through. So there's just quite a bit of devastation around. I watched a video of my brother-in-law as he's videoing the water coming up towards their house uh, with the hurricane coming inland. So would you stand with me as we pray together for those who uh, are dealing with some really tough things around the world? Father, we recognize that we uh, here in New York are, are fortunate. Uh, most often the worst that we deal with is snowstorms, and you know we've kind of gotten used to that. But we also know that there are things that we confront and things that other people confront that are just devastating on both a personal level and then an economic and even a, uh, a whole relational level. Uh, Lord, I think about some of the reports of people who lost houses, uh, others lost family members, and the devastation to businesses, to homes, to families. I think specifically, Father, of the east coast of the U.S. and then of Haiti itself with the ministry that Roger and Margaret and other missionaries are doing there. We present them before you today, Father, and we ask you for wisdom to each one to know what they should put their hand to, what they should give themselves to, what financially should be invested into, what needs to happen in order to be a, an expression of salt and light in a world that has been thrown into turmoil. I ask God for safety for those that are now doing cleanup and going to begin to rebuild. I pray for your safety upon them, protection, and that you would lead and guide every dollar that goes to help into those places, that it would be used not for politics or for government. It would be used for the rescuing and the saving of people and the restoring of lives and livelihood. Lord, I bless Roger and Margaret and what they're about down there and pray that you would help them as they minister to those in need. Uh, I looked at the list that they sent us of the things that have happened within just their realm of responsibility. And Lord, it, it's extensive. And all of the other parts have been impacted as well beyond their reach. And Lord, I'm asking you to undertake for that nation it seems as if, uh, you know, just not so long ago, we had the earthquake, now we have this hurricane. 
It just seems like this is a nation that has come under attack again and again. And yet that nation that used to be called the jewel of the Caribbean, Lord, I believe it can be once again if they would turn their hearts towards you. So Lord, I pray that you would save that nation and the people within it and that you would restore them and the Dominican Republic, their neighbor to the north and east, and that you would restore them, God, to wholeness and to health, first in you and then economically and as a nation itself. And then, Lord, for our friends who are up along the east coast, uh, from the south all the way up through the Carolinas, even into Maryland and Virginia, Lord, I pray that you would help each one as they look at rebuilding and cleaning up their yards and all that's involved, that you would protect them, lead and guide them. We commit them to your care, Father, in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning. Um, I'm going to talk about life groups this morning. But before I do, I can't, I can't go on without giving a, a, just the tiniest testimony. Um, when just singing that song this morning, he is Lord. In the storm, he is Lord of all. Couldn't help but think of times that I've been in the storm. And like Peter tried to walk on the water and like did it, did it okay. Like, yeah, I believe. Oh, the storm's rough. Okay, okay. We're, we're going down here. And, and beginning to, my flesh beginning to fail me. And my faith beginning to, to, to waver. But just like Peter, when he began to sink, he reached to Jesus. And uh, I remember doing the same thing and him catching me and bringing me back up. And he's done that so many times. He's done it for me. It's real. It's happened. If you haven't experienced it, if you haven't called his name in the storm, you better get on that because he's the only one that can save. There's no one that saves like he does. He does a, an incredible job and it's just... Um, I can't help but talk about it. I can't help but say it because it's, it's been so true to me, um, and he's just done so much for me. So thank you, Jesus. Anyway, life groups. Um, so uh, last year, um, for up until last year, we did um, basically a Wednesday night service for, for many, many years. And we thought that maybe it was time for a change. We could do something different that would better um, serve the people of the church. So what we decided to do was was to sort of break that up, not have a Wednesday night service, and um, sort of do life groups or cell groups or small groups or whatever, connect groups, whatever you want to call them. That's kind of what we did. Um, the idea behind that is um, that you would connect with a smaller group of people during the week, um, hopefully around something that you're interested in or wanted to learn about or wanted to, to do with other people. Um, so it went really well, and um, we're going to do that again this year. Um, so last year we had, you know, some people were really excited about this, and so they signed up for like four or five groups, and then spread themselves kind of thin, and maybe didn't connect as well. It's tough to connect in a lot of places. Um, it's tough to do a lot of things well at the same time. So, um, while we're not going to, um, limit the number of groups you, you are, are a part of, um, so you can still do as much as you want. But we encourage you to find groups that you can connect well and build relationships, get to know some people and hopefully um, do some fun stuff and learn some things as well. Um, so we've got, um, we're going to have, uh, actually, if, you, if you're in charge of a life group, if you're, if you're one of those people, I'd actually like to have you guys come sit up here so we can do this transition quickly. So if you're leading a life group, you can come sit in the front row. 
That'd be fantastic. We can do it quick. So I'm going to invite each person uh, just to share briefly about what their group is. Um, we'll have sign-up sheets out in the foyer. Um, they'll be up for a few weeks. Uh, the only one that didn't make it up there was uh, there's a men's group that uh, Pete's going to be leading. Um, for some reason, there's not a sheet up there. It's up now? All right, great. You guys are fast. Uh, so, okay, all the sheets are up there. So sign up. Um, you'll have a few weeks to do so. We encourage everybody to find something. Um, maybe even stretch yourself. Even if it's a little bit awkward, you don't know a lot of people yet, this is a great place to do that. Um, it was a lot of fun last year, uh, and I think people really grew from it. Um, we've got a couple groups that um, people asked for or were asking about or had a lot of requests for that we're not going to do a full-on life group for. So one of those were, was... Um, a lot of people submitted ideas about worship nights and desiring times of worship, um, having a, a place to express themselves through worship. So we're not going to have a life group that is surrounded around worship, but we are going to have some more worship nights. Um, so sporadically through the year, we'll have worship nights, and you'll hear announcements about that. Um, not sure when those are going to be yet, but that's kind of a, we thought that was a better way to um, handle that that kind of um, service and that kind of um, want and need. Uh, another group that was brought up we thought was better fit, a better fit out of the life groups was Pastor Chris and Karen's monthly dinner outings. Um, so what they're going to do is uh, pick a, a restaurant on a monthly basis and post it to the church Facebook page. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and um, if you want to join them, you're welcome to. So you can go out and have dinner with the pastors, get to know them. Um, some of my favorite people in the world. Love you guys. Um, yeah, it's great to see. Per I love getting to see personalities of people you see speak in real life, and they're so real and, and fun to be around. And um, you can see which one, who's the funny one. If you don't know yet, you can. <laughs> One's funnier. Uh, <laughs> so I encourage you to do that. Um, so those two things are going to be happening outside of the, of the traditional, like, uh, sense of life group. So um, I'm going to ask each one. And first one is playgroup with Kayla slash Courtney. <laughs> Courtney's not here today, so she asked me just to talk about playgroup. Um, it's Wednesdays, and when it's nice out, we usually meet at the park, um, usually sometime anywhere between 1030 and 11. Um, but during the winter months, we usually tend to meet here at church. Um, and just play for like anywhere from half hour to an hour. Um, moms get to hang out, talk and connect. Kids get to play. Just be mindful of where we are in church um, and pick up after ourselves. But it's a nice way to connect and let your kids play and get some energy out. So enjoy. Awesome. Next up is Ben with a collision. Um, we're going to have a uh, teen life group, and this year for the teens, we don't have any young girls that are youth group age, so we're doing a Bible study called Becoming a Young Man of God, so it's focused on this young men, uh, I think the age is 12 to 18. Uh, there is a sign-up out there, but also on the youth bulletin board over there by the stairwell, you'll see there's a, a little flyer about it, and it has all the dates. It's every other Tuesday night, but the actual dates are on there if you're curious about that, or you can come find me if you have questions. This is going much faster than I expected. 
Oh, okay. Perfect. Uh, next is the men's. Men's Bible study. Sorry, John didn't give me more. I'm assuming that's you. Okay. Um, I just want to point out that I didn't know anything about the monthly dinner thing. Um, um, if you want to, let's do it. We like to eat, and we do go out. A bit. <laughs> um, actually, I, I honestly didn't know if that, that was going to be said. Uh, we had thought about that some folks had said, hey, we'd like to come out with you guys on your Friday nights when you guys go out for a fish fry or whatever. Can we come? And we said, sure. So we've done that a couple times. If you would like to do that, we'll post maybe once a month. You need to let us know because if there's more than what is normal, then we might have to make a reservation or whatever. Uh, we specifically like Central House, just telling you up front, or Burncliff is good as well, uh, just different places. So you can let us know. They had nothing to do with my announcements, I'm just saying, all right? Um, men's Bible study, uh, we did it last year. It went well. We had about eight, nine guys that would gather on Saturday mornings at Silver Lake Restaurant, the first Saturday of the month, and we studied all of, um, yeah, one chapter of James. So, in order to do way better this year, way better, I'm not leading it. I'm just the one announcing it. Uh, Gary's leading it. Um, I'm kidding. Look at the look he's giving me. Look at Gary. Gary's like, what? No, actually, what we're going to do is we're going to have different guys be responsible for each Saturday to bring one thought from one chapter of that book and be able to share that thought that we can then we'll talk about what they saw in that chapter. So each time we gather, which is only once a month, then different guys are going to bring, okay, as I look at it this particular month, this is what I saw in this chapter, and this is what I felt like God was saying, so that there's not any pressure, you're not performing, it's not like, oh, I've got to be real spiritual, it's just saying, well, when I read the chapter, what stuck out to me was this. And you kind of lead and kind of help to facilitate maybe some dialogue and questions about it. So right now, we tentatively have it set for the first Saturday of each month at 8 o'clock at Silver Lake Restaurant. Part of the reason you need to sign up is that we need to let them know ahead of time how many to plan for. And then number two, when we meet the first time, we might discuss whether or not we need to change that time. Like if you guys would like to make it at like 6 o'clock. Or noon, <laughs> anytime, you know, whatever. Uh, if you guys would like to change the time or even what particular Saturday of the month we meet on, that's fine too. Or for that matter, if you don't want to do it on a Saturday, that's fine. But we'll meet that first Saturday of the month when we actually officially launch it. And again, I will lead the first one, but then after that, different guys will have it. So it'll be kind of a men's Bible study because different men are leading it. Get it? Got it? Okay, thank you. Drop the mic. We got to run it for the funny one. Do you have a group to talk about? All right, we'll see who's funny. All right. We'll see which one. <laughs> um, Wednesday morning prayer. Right? Sunday Wednesday morning prayer. No, it's fine. It's Wednesday morning prayer. 
So yeah, it is what it is. It's uh, Wednesday morning prayer. <clears throat> I was talking to a friend, uh, texting with a friend this week, not anybody here this week, and uh, she said to me, I, I have these things I've got to talk to my friends about, my friend about, I've got to get some counsel, but I can't because of the situation. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. She's texting me. She goes, is my only option just to pray? <laughs> and I was like, uh, that is so us, isn't it? Like, we've relegated prayer as sort of a duty and a thing we do over here. But it, because we don't get an immediate answer all the time, we think it's, there's a more efficient way or a more effective way of getting the job done, like talking to a friend or something. And I'm not obviously saying that you shouldn't talk to friends. I'm saying what happened to the idea of prayer, that it got to be so accessorized to the Christian busy life. And because we're so busy, it doesn't happen except on the fly. I, you know, I'm just as human as everybody here. And, you know, I'm in the car and I'm at a red light. And, oh, yeah, God, please bless them. And, you know, on we go. And uh, I don't know what happened other than, I, you know, I feel like we all just kind of got a little sidetracked. And it is the Lord's delight to bring us back into the, reminding us that in uh, Second Chronicles, this, it says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. And, you know, he's going to hear from heaven. And he's going to heal everything that's broken. And, like, that's the promise. These other things are okay, but they're not going to answer the broken heart or the broken marriage or the chaos and the, you know, the, the crisis that happens in our community or in the church, the chaos that's in the government, in the campaign, the hurricane or ISIS. It's, it's, we don't have answers to the problems. There is one answer. His name is Jesus. Like Nick said, I'm telling you, if you haven't already found that, if you found it only to be true in terms of that's what Christians believe, don't miss it. There's actually a living Savior. His name is Jesus. He's present. We get to talk to him. And he gets to live life in us, through us, with us. And we get to see the miraculous unfold, whether it's your broken heart or some, you know, Haiti. We get to partake. We get to be a part of that. And so this invitation is, first of all, a little bit of a preach, as you could tell, an invitation back to praying. Because it, you don't have to do that on a Wednesday morning here, but please do it. Um, and I do find a great deal of encouragement when I do it with others. I do it alone, obviously, and I think that's important, but I think it's valuable to do it with others. So that's an invitation first. I also want to invite you to come to our Wednesday morning prayer group. It's at 6.30 in the morning, which I know is early and inconvenient. We did that on purpose. We did. We're on our fourth year, going on our fourth year of this. And we gather together. We don't come with prayer lists, typically, unless there's some urgent matter like a hurricane barreling down on the mid-Atlantic. Um, we come, one of us might share us just a brief sense of the Lord, and then we wait on him, and we pray into that. And he often, just so you know, he, he often leads us into all of the things I've mentioned, your broken marriage, your uh, wayward son. But we also pray about the bigger things too, the leader in North Korea. I mean, we just, or, or North, is it North Vietnam? No, North Korea. Vietnam is one. <laughs> um, I'm an old person. So 
Um, I just want to invite you. We pray for one hour. You're able to come and go in the midst of that meeting as much as you want. And you're also to come and go anytime during the year. And we do meet through the summer as well. All right? Uh, there is a sign-up for that. Thank you very much. And up next, Ashley Milliken is going to share about her group, which I'm sure is amazing. Of course it is. Okay, well, I have a big surprise for you. The life group I am leading has nothing to do with children. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's true. It doesn't. We actually don't have a kid's life group planned. We did have one last year, and we like put it together with the parenting life group. We found that it was a little difficult to always coordinate both groups together, and so we decided that we weren't going to try and do that. We do a lot of things with the kids already. <laughs> they have a lot of activities going on. So they don't have a separate group. I believe there will be some child care provided for some of the groups, and I don't know all the details there. So if you have questions, talk to Pastor Jonathan when he gets back from his vacation, or you can talk to Nick, but I don't know if you know anything about that. Don't talk to Nick about it. <laughs> He'll just say, I don't know, talk to John. <laughs> what I am excited about, and this is something that I had talked with several people about before we came up with this idea was our church is kind of unique in this town and in other towns in that we're a smaller church with tons of young families, right? We have lots and lots of young married couples with little kids of whom I manage a lot of their fun things, and it's the best job in the world. I love it. And it's easy to forget that there are some people here who are young people and not married and don't have little kids. And so, for lack of a better term, I hate this phrase, calling it a singles life group sounds like a dating site, and that is not what we're looking for, okay? Let me reiterate, we are not looking to start a dating program at Family Life Church. <laughs> if you meet somebody and fall in love here, great, good work, that's terrific. But that's not what this group is about. This group that we're going to have is for people who are young adults, they're living their life on their own, they're not married. You, maybe you have been married in the past and you have little kids. Maybe you, I don't know what your story is. Maybe you've had many offers to be married and you said no to all of them. Maybe you never have. It doesn't matter. You're a young adult and you find yourself in a church that looks like this with a million little kids running around. And sometimes you go, you know what? I don't really fit in this group of people. <laughs> sometimes it's easy to think that. It's easy to think in the Christian world and sort of church circles that when you're young and not married, you're just kind of waiting until your life can start. And that is absolutely not true, and that's not what God says to us or about us. And so we're going to have a group that meets probably at my house. Um, it's a pretty loose group at this point. I don't know um, exactly how often it's going to be, probably once a month. If we want to meet more often, we can, but it depends on who signs up. We don't have a program in place. But what we're going to do is talk about a topic each week that relates to our purpose as a man or woman of God and what that means regardless of whether we're married, not married, have been married before, it doesn't really matter. So young adults, if you're in this church and you're not married and you want to come to my house, I'll probably feed you, right? Yes. And um, we're going to talk and have a good time. It might be sad sometimes because you might be in a place of a lot of frustration about that. You might be in a place of strength in that area, and that's great, and I want you to come too. So, any questions? Come and find me. Okay, 
Thank you for asking that. So I had talked with Pastor Jonathan if this was just for women or if it was for both. Um, it, we decided it would be open to both men and women. And if we have both men and women sign up, then there will be somebody, a guy, not me, who helps to lead that group when we have combined groups. And then sometimes we'll split. I don't know how that's going to fall. It just depends on who signs up. If it's all girls, fine, then I'll just lead it by myself. If it's not, then we'll have a guy that helps with that as well. You have a question? So if you feel like you're a young adult, you come. How's that? I'm not putting an age on it. If you are in a place where you feel like you don't have purpose because you're not married to somebody, this is a group for you, if that makes sense. Okay? Any other questions? So far, I've gotten the most questions, so do I get points for that? Anything? Okay, thank you. Mom helping moms. Anybody have any questions? Just kidding. Um, so, yeah, uh, also we have a Facebook group, uh, Facebook group called Moms Helping Moms. And so it's just, uh, it's not really a traditional life group, and so don't look for a sign-up. The way to sign up is to contact me on Facebook and say, hey, I'd like to be a part of that group. If you're not already a part of that group, I'll just invite you, and then you're in. It's really easy. And uh, there is no uh, necessarily any engagement outside of Facebook, but there can be. That's not an issue. But bo bottom line, it's a place for the younger moms to get some encouragement from the older, experienced moms. So we have a, a, a large group, as Ashley just said, a large group of younger moms who are in a, the, perhaps one of the most challenging seasons of life, and that is raising a child or children. And then you have older moms who have done that. So uh, that's the purpose of it. It's just to bring words of encouragement and questions, if you have questions, to be vulnerable with one another and connect in a Facebook level. Any questions? Ladies Connection. Uh, first of all, maybe you submitted an idea for a life group, and as you hear the life groups talked about today, um, you're not hearing your idea come up. So, you know, maybe it was synchronized swimming or um, sumo wrestling, or maybe like Nick, you submitted um, current fashion trend studying, uh, and, and your idea didn't come up today. So. Don't, if that happened, what I want to encourage you to do is um, not to set aside whatever that desire is that you have in your heart, but just see if there's a way you can do that, maybe one-on-one -on -one or in a smaller group with someone, because what we tried to do um, is to pick the groups that would kind of reach a broad spectrum of people. So not everyone might have that same idea as you. That doesn't mean it's a bad idea. It doesn't mean it, um, that it's not something God put in your heart. It still may be something you should be doing, but it just, um, we had to narrow down the groups. We couldn't have, you know, if you're, you all submitted a different idea, we couldn't do that many groups. So um, please choose not to be offended, but also just think about ways that you can still do that thing that, that is inside of you that's important and find a way to do that maybe with a smaller group of people. Um, and that's kind of uh, the, this dinner with, with the pastor, which isn't quite... <laughs> quite how I would um, describe what that group is, but that's the same thing that, that um, is something we can just do organically. We don't have to orchestrate it as a life group. So what we'll do is, as Chris said, we'll post it on Facebook. It may not be monthly. I just want to kind of 
um, take that off so we don't feel the pressure to do that monthly, but just occasionally, uh, as it seems like there's room in the schedule and interest. And the idea isn't so much, I just also want to clarify this, it isn't so much about getting to spend time with us as it is for all of us getting to spend time together. So for a lot of us, you know, we see each other on Sunday mornings and we connect over business and we have this little interaction here and there, but we don't necessarily hang out together as much as we might desire or we might enjoy. We might not even know how much we would enjoy it if we did that. So it's just an opportunity to do that. For adults to get together, um, it may be a Friday night. We'll see if that works with people's schedules. We'll post it on Facebook. You sign up if you're interested and then we'll We'll have picked a restaurant, and we'll make a reservation if we need to. And also, just to be clear, everyone pays their own way. <laughs> so, okay, if you have questions about that, feel free to talk to me. Uh, and now, my life group is Ladies Connection. I talked about this last week. If you were here, you saw a little trailer video for the book. Uh, we're going to be meeting on the third Tuesdays of the month here in the sanctuary. We're going to be working on this book, Wild and Free. We're going to become wild and free. Um, and so you'll need, if you want to be a part of it, you need to get the book. And then you need to show up here. The first one is October 18th. And what we do is we have a time of worship together here in the sanctuary. And then we'll um, have someone share a little bit about the book. And we'll discuss it together. And then after that, we'll have a time of um, hanging out and eating if you all bring food. Uh, there'll be a sign-up for refreshments, just a few people each month. We um, arrange it in such a way that if you, we meet at 7. If you need to leave at 8.30, you can. I know some of you have get up early for jobs or you need to get home for kids or whatever. But that chatting hangout time starts at 8.30, and we usually go till 9 or 9.30, somewhere in that range. Um, and if, if you're able, if you're on Facebook and you have an Amazon account, you can buy the book on your own, just go to the church Facebook page. There's a link there. The book's around $10. If for some reason you do not have access to that, you're not able to do that, then when you sign up for the group today, sign up that you also need a book, and uh, we will order those, and then you can, you can purchase it when it comes into the church here. Uh, I think that's it. Um, also, there's a, a reading schedule on Facebook for that book. You should read the first couple chapters before we meet together, okay? So you need to get on that because there's not a lot of time. If you don't get to it, don't feel like you can't come because you didn't get to it, but I just encourage you to at least give it a shot, get started with the book. Uh, in addition, we're going to have a ladies, um, an occasional ladies hangout, maybe just uh, get together at Tim Hortons, something like that. We haven't uh, got all the details together about this. What we're going to do is see when all the other life groups are meeting, see when this would, would fit best. It'll probably be around once a month, and we will probably have it at a set time just so you can get it in your schedule. But I don't yet know when that'll be, but we'll get more information out about that. Okay. Here's Trendy Nick. See, she's a funny one. Um, he was close. He's pretty close. He did good. You want to? <laughs> we can go shopping. <laughs> Season Saints. That's a good idea. Thank you.
Uh, I'd like to make a quick announcement. There's going to be a dinner right after church for anybody 50 and over, and if you've got a spouse that's like 16, they're welcome too. <laughs> well, I don't think that's true. Um, what's been on our hearts for quite a long time, Kathy echoed it, or said it real well, and I, I don't want to echo everything that she did, but we came from a Baptist church. You went to church on Sunday morning and Sunday night, and you had Wednesday night prayer meeting. And I would very much like to see a prayer meeting, especially with the senior saints. Uh, our focus would be, if anybody remembers what Ralph Evans used to do for September down at the theater, uh, when it was out there to the community that we would come together and pray for the nation and we would pray for our community, and we would pray for our church and pray for revival. And there's a number of different things that went along with each level of that. And what we would like to do is with that focus to uh, invite the seasoned saints uh, to come, or it's not just restricted to that. If you're a little younger than 50, if, you know, prayer is open certainly to anybody. Uh, and that's what we would like to do. We haven't really figured out the place, probably likely as not, would be here. We've been thinking every other week, maybe, since everybody is so busy with stuff, but that we could still do things. It would probably be maybe like on a Wednesday afternoon, but we've got to work those things through, too, because people work, and, well, we want to come, and and then there's older people that they don't want to drive at night. So that's it in a nutshell. I have nothing really to add. I think we're in the process of trying to find a time that's going to work best for the people who really have a heart to participate. So it will be a daytime. Maybe it'll be, I'm thinking maybe like a noon hour, early afternoon time uh, when people might have some free time can plan it around your schedules but uh, we really do want to if you really have a heart to pray in these particular areas um, and you have longed for an opportunity to do that in a group setting we want to make that available to you our hearts are there too so let us know if you're interested in doing that thank you very much you know a lot of fun people up here uh, mind of a saint He's ready. I was writing myself notes. Anyway, I didn't come really well prepared. Pardon? It's on my eye hand? Eye hand. She's the funny one. Okay. Okay. Well... It's being funny and being slow is different. So, mind of a saint. Yeah, I got that. Okay. Um, we had uh, a series called Mind of a Saint. Uh, Graham Cook is a um, what we call a prophetic teacher, and uh, he has a seven CD series out, and uh, we went all last year and got through four. <laughs> And uh, he's a type of a teacher that when, you probably all heard different times people like this, they start teaching, and you go, wow, that's good. And you grab your notebook, and you start writing. And all of a sudden, he's got something else. You go, oh, that's good. 
wait a minute, you know, and that's really, wow, that's, and you just can't keep up. And uh, just one thing after another after another, just really great, really great stuff. And so um, he even suggests when you come to any kind of have these conferences, it's not, not to even bring your notebook. Don't try, he says, to take notes. He says, get the CDs, you know, listen, absorb it, get the CDs, and then go home and take time. And, and so this is what we've been trying to do. And uh, taking the CDs, we supply a copy of that CD each time. And uh, we give you certain tracks to work through, you know, one or two tracks, which five to eight minutes long that week to listen to and to prepare yourself. And we'd come together and we would have notes and we would, uh, of the track that you could fill in the blanks and stuff like this. Then we'd listen to the track together again and then we would discuss it. And we didn't get very far very fast. <laughs> so this time we're going to have a little bit of a change um, where we're going to try to ahead of time, give you notes, give you the tracks to listen to, and you on your own will really need to, if you're going to come here, no, you need to ahead of time listen to the track and work through the notes on your own and fill in the blanks on your own. And when we come together, we'll all have been prepared for that more, and there'll be more discussion, more input, making it really personal and real. So that's what I, the goal is, a little bit of a change from last time. Last time, I believe we had a really good, good time together, and we had people from their 20s through uh, Frank Fraser, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, um, but it was, it was cool, but also because of that, we, we had times, other times, we had really, really special times, uh, times when, I will tell you, if, if you're going to listen to Graham Cook, your theology will be challenged. It won't change your theology. It'll clarify your theology. I like to, you know, the, Lord, the illustration the Lord gave me was, it's like you see a flower come up, let's say a beautiful rose or something come up out of the ground, and you see the stem and you see the bud, and you go, wow, isn't it pretty? And you watch it for a while, and it begins to open up. You go, wow, look at that. That's opened up. And then it opens up some more. You go, wow. And it opens up more. You go, wow. And you just wow them over and over again. And this is sort of what I believe Graham does for us. He takes what we have heard all of our lives and says, this is what it really means. And you just go, wow. And, and uh, what we're seeking to is really apply that to our lives too. And um, it has challenged me. I believe it's challenged everybody. Uh, and it's, it's not changed anything I've ever been taught. It's just clarified it. Really clarified it, made it more real more appreciative, and, and more wanting to, to worship and praise and, and serve and grow uh, in the Lord. And so he, he's a really cool teacher. And um, so um, one thing we don't have is DVD, so we, we put it in the, the TV. We all stare at the blank TV as we listen to Graham. Uh, but if you use your imagination, you know. Anyways, uh, when we meet, last year we met, we, we had people who wanted to come who had time in the day, we had people who wanted to come, who could come only in the evening, of course, and so we did every Wednesday two sessions last time, 10.30 in the morning and 7 o'clock at night. We won't do it again, <laughs> and uh, so we're going to have to, you know, make some sort of adjustment there. Uh, if you want to come, don't let that hinder you. Uh, if, if, if mornings are the only time you can come, great. If evenings are the only time, great. 
but what we're going to try to have to do, therefore, is we're going to meet every week, but one week, let's say the first and third of the month, it'll be the morning. The second and the fourth will be the evening uh, that we'll meet. So if you only come during one of those times, you can be coming every other week. But each time, you know, we won't, we won't be, you won't be missing anything. If you're the first and third, let's say in the evenings, we'll cover just, you know, the, the first track, first tracks in the first week. The third week, we'll cover the next tracks because the second week, the morning group will be covering that same track. Uh, am I confusing you? Okay. There's probably one so far because we don't know who was going to. Okay. Might have been Saint Two. Yeah. Right. When you do sign up, you put down daytime or evening beside your name. And uh, we may end up only having, you know, evenings or just mornings, uh, whatever, whatever you folks want. And, um, but, uh, you know, as far as, again, <laughs> we're going to cover the first, or the first, whatever that session is, we're going to cover that the morning, and then the following week we'll cover the same thing in the evening. And so you also have, if you only come in every two weeks, you're going to have more time to get ready for the following session. And I would expect you're, you should probably plan on spending half an hour or minimum each time listening to the CD, and you'll have notes ahead of time, fill in the blanks, and come prepared to really listen to it together corporately and then really get into it together. There are times when God showed up at, at these times, and um, there are times when we began to minister to each other and pray, and power of God you know, came into the, my house. And it's so cool to see. And um, we probably have room for about a dozen. And uh, so we, we want to hear the voice of the Lord and learn more and be able to apply it to our lives. Any questions? Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Women's Bible study. Okay. For those of you ladies who have been coming to Connection, um, that has been and will be such a blessing. Um, if you're looking to have a little more frequent connection, then you might want to consider, oops, I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> uh, you might, I know, I have an eye book. Um, you might want to consider uh, joining the women's Bible study, which will be held at Bethany Shaw's house. And we're looking at this point to try every week, and we'll see how that works out for her and reassess, and it, that might change at the beginning of the year to every other week. But to start, we're going to do every week. Um, Thursdays are preferable for Bethany, but um, we're willing to consider Tuesdays as well if that works for you, in which case we would skip the third Tuesday of every week, or of every month, so that uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so that we can come to do the Ladies' Connection. So Thursday or Tuesday, if you could please delineate that on the uh, sign-up sheet if you're coming. Um, there won't be any child care offered, but nursing babies are welcome as long as they come with their moms. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm competing here. <laughs> okay. So, we'll be doing a 12-week study on women of the Old Testament using this very thin, so it's not too intimidating, study guide. 
So primarily, we'll be um, just using the Bible as our textbook, reading about different women of the Bible and of the Old Testament. And then uh, there's questions in the study guide that we'll discuss together. And, you know, just some things. Oh, so the study guide is is not going to cost more than $8. It's somewhere between $6.50 and $8. I'll try to get it as cheap as possible. And I'll order those for those who've signed up. And so that we'll just have that on the first meeting. Um, some things the study focuses on is uh, the difference that faith in God makes in our lives. And that despite what we view as limitation in our lives, God can move through us and use us as we choose to obey. And we'll see that there's no unimportant people in God's sight. We'll see that the women that we study are all just, they're, they're ordinary people like us. And yet as they dare to believe God, he used them in big and mighty ways. So I hope you'll join us. And again, if you could just put on there, you know, whether Thursday or Tuesday works better for you, that'd be great. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it'd be 7 to 8.30. And we want to get out of there at 8.30 so that she can get Clara to bed and all that. So. Thank you very much. And uh, men's stuff. Got the right shirt on for this one. I do. Thanks, Jen. Um, <clears throat> men's stuff. Um, I guess the first thing I would start out was like sharing a little bit of my like heart behind it. In that, I think there. Uh, I don't remember the name of the book or the name of the podcast, but uh, I was listening to podcast about a book one day, and um, and basically he was talking about men in the church, etc., but the, the specific part that I'm talking about is how they would have, they were talking about friendships and men, and how sometimes uh, the guy gave an example of like, you know, you get so involved with life that, you know, you wake up and you're 40 and you have no friends, and if you're a guy. And I, I feel like that happens a lot with guys, and I, I've seen that in my own life, where I'm so busy like, going, oh, I got a house to take care of, I got to take care of a kid, got to keep a wife happy, everything like that, that, <laughs> yes, you do, but I think it's important to, to realize that as uh, a man, young man, etc., that Building relationships, I think the best way, doesn't come naturally for us. So you need to be, like, intentional about that. And that's my heart behind this group. And so the, I think I said this last year, like, I'm not going to sit down face-to-face -face with a guy and just go, hey, tell me what's going on. The only person I'd ever do that with is probably Jed. And it's taken years to get to that point. Years of doing things alongside each other and, and uh, you know, working at stuff, playing together, etc. And so that's like the heart of this group is that I'd like to do fun things that would facilitate that, to facilitate relationship building for men in this church. So that's the heart behind it. We did this last year. Um, I'm looking to improve on some things. Some of the things we did last year where we played basketball, um, I'm trying to think. We went and played airsoft. 
Uh, I think that and paintball were some of the bigger hits. So we did play paintball. We ended up playing paintball three times. I don't know if you've seen it. Nate and I built a um, paintball course in the weeds back there. And that was a lot of fun. So those are the, a couple of things that, that we've done in the past. Uh, things that I'm hoping we'll continue to do is uh, some of the things that we've done in the past, paintball again, I'd, I'd like to keep running with that because it seems to be something that a lot of people enjoy. Uh, and then uh, scheduling out different things. So just off the top of my head, I think some of the stuff that I talked about last year was, um, I don't know, without getting into it, I don't know, I don't know, the thing that comes to mind is like uh, potato guns, polar bear plunge, stuff like that. Um, <laughs> basically, I guess the way to sum it up is I haven't scheduled everything out, but I, I don't know, I think like a 10-year-old boy sometimes with, hey, what can I do? And I'd like to continue to kind of push the envelope. So I hope you all kind of come along with the adventure and, and, and see what you want to do as far as that. Sorry. All right. The nuts and bolts of it, I, it's not starting now. The, what I ran into last year was that this time of year is a hunting season, apparently. And... <laughs> And it's the holidays, so it wasn't the, the best time as far as um, the demographic that we have here in this church to start. So what we will be doing is starting after the holidays, probably in January, February. By that time, I will have a schedule of, hey, we're going to be doing this on this day, this on this day, throughout the whole duration of the life group year. I'm doing that because one of the problems that we ran into was we had a whole bunch of people sign up last year, but the participation wasn't as high as the sign-up rate. To address that, that's why I'm going to be trying to schedule things out further in advance so you know, hey, this is coming up. I think that was one of the problems with it. The second problem was maybe you saw something, maybe you signed up for the life group, and then you said, oh, we're doing whatever, basketball. Well, basketball isn't my thing. I don't really want to do it. I have better things to do, like watch, I don't know, Superman or something. Part of the life group, and I, and I want to encourage you with this, and Pastor Chris you know, said this a couple weeks ago, was that if you're signing up for the life group, do your best to participate. And that's what I would ask that you do out of this, is that if you're signing up for this life group, do it knowing that you may not be doing stuff that you want to be doing all the time, but still do it to stretch yourself and build that relationship with other guys. Uh, because out of it, I think you'll see a lot of good fruit and a lot of good things happen as far as building relationships. That's everything I have. If you have any questions, feel free to ask me. And um, like I said, we'll be getting in a schedule probably, I don't know, I would say by December. Thank you very much. Is that all the life groups? We get them all, right? Oh, my. Um, okay, great. Um, so the last one is uh, one that my wife and I will be doing, who, by the way, is pregnant. <laughs> Yay. 
We thought two babies was like really easy, so we're like, whoa, just throw another one on. Um, just kidding. Just kidding, for real, just kidding. That was. <laughs> um, we are excited. She is, uh, we're expecting in late April, so baby number three. Um, so we're really excited about that. Also, really excited about um, doing uh, the uh, life group that we started last year. Um, we called it uh, Communication in Marriage. Um, so this is like the most important thing for our marriage <laughs> um, was good communication. And um, we work really hard at it and we've um, tried to learn a lot from others. And um, so we, we got this book last year and started working through it in a group. So uh, the book is called Covenant Marriage, Building a Communication, Building Communication and Intimacy. Um, I think it's like one of the most spiritual names for a book, Covenant Marriage, Communication and Intimacy. Sounds very over-spiritual, but it was really good, very, very practical. We learned a lot from it. Um, we had a plan to get through the whole book um, during the season that we had Life Group last year, and we got through like a third of it, and kind of quickly we learned that it was better to sort of take our time with it rather than trying to just plow through the book, um, and that seemed to, to work really well. So we're going to kind of pick up where we left off last year, which is about a third of the way through the book. So uh, we feel like it's easy to jump into. So if you didn't come last year uh, and would like to, we would love to have you. There's um, obviously no age, age limit. Um, if Basically, if you're engaged and or married, I guess those are the only two options. Um, so if you're engaged or if you're married, uh, we've had, we had Yunk, we had an engaged, we had Sam and uh, Ashley come, and um, we had some older couples come too, which was awesome because we could really learn from each other and share our experiences, share our lives, um, and help each other and just talk about things that the book brought up. Um, so it was really impactful. So easy to jump into the middle, also really easy to catch up on. Um, the book is about $10. Um, it's, also, it's written by the guy who wrote the five love languages. Um, so if you're at all familiar with that, he's really good at what he does and has really good advice. Very, very practical, really easy stuff to apply to your life and kind of stuff that makes you go like, oh, that's what you mean when you, I should ask you, oh, okay, all right, let's stay married. Good, 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 very, very practical, very good. Um, so we're going to be doing that. We did it on um, Friday nights um, twice a month last year, um, we'll, and we actually met here. Um, we will see uh, what, what's best for the group, um, so we're not sure when we can do that, probably something similar to that. We also had um, child care. Uh, provided, but it, it would it cost like we had some we had to pay some some girls to come in and, and do childcare. So um, we will probably do that again. Um, so that way, uh, if you have kids, you can come because if you have kids, I don't know. I have kids and I needed it, so um, maybe you're in the same boat. Um, anything else? Any other groups? Any questions? Anyone? Any questions anyone has about how life groups work or? Um, Anything anyone said? Yes. Where does Season Saints meet? Oh, Mind of a Saint. Mind of a Saint meets at Bill's home, Berrysburg, New York. But 15 minutes from here. Yes. A couple of weeks, right? Is that right? Two weeks. All right. So if you're, if you're leaning towards a group, um, and if you, if, you, if you know you want to do it, go ahead and sign up. 
Um, like Pete said, if you sign up for a group, do your best to attend that group, and it's everybody's gonna, you know, people miss, and that's fine. Life happens, um, but be committed to it and find one that you feel like um, you can connect with and really get into and and be a part of. Any other questions? Awesome. Let's stand together. Yes. For some of you, you guys might remember John Shiver, who's been here several times. John will actually be at Verysburg Church coming up next weekend, this coming up weekend on Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. So there's cards out on the table. There's a card on the bulletin board with the times of those services. Uh, you might want to go there on Friday night or Saturday morning, Sunday night, whatever. But they're available for you. They're celebrating their 200th anniversary as a church. And so they decided to ask John to come in and minister for those meetings. So they're available for you. Uh, Karen and I won't be here. We're actually leaving tomorrow on vacation. So unfortunately, we'll miss John, and you won't see us till here tomorrow for two weeks. So see ya. All right. Let's, uh, let's pray together. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the ability to meet together uh, with in freedom and uh, the place that you have us, Lord. We thank you for um, just everything you've done in our lives, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. We thank you that, Lord, you are the Lord in the storm. When, when life comes up, whether they be small problems, big problems, or, 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 or crushing wave problems, Father, you are Lord. We just take this moment now to declare you Lord of our life. We thank you, Jesus, for who you are, for what you've done. Lord, we reach out to you. We say, Lord, save us. We say, come. Um, we say, come, Lord. Impact our lives. Lord, as we go from this place, that you would uh, breathe fresh life into us. Lord, that we would be an impact to those around us, that we would be a blessing to those around us, to the people we come in contact this week. Lord, we ask that we would be a blessing to them, and we would be a light to them. Um, we pray for each one as they go. Lord, bless each one as they go. Um, and especially our pastors, Jonathan and April, and we're on uh, taking some time away on vacation, and for uh, Pastor uh, Chris and Karen, Lord, that you would bless them and refresh them. Just reach your hands out and stretch your arms to our pastors and um, in your heart and mind to the same thing for John and April. Lord, we just bless them. We ask that you would just breathe fresh life in them, that they would have fun that they would do fun things, and fun things would happen, and they would enjoy their marriage, and they would enjoy their uh, time away, that they would just have a great time um, that is well-deserved, and we just bless them as they go, keep them safe, um, bless their car and their travel and their hotel, that they would get upgraded, and they would have free meals for no reason, and great stuff like that, that you would just bless them, and you would show them favor everywhere they go. Um, they would come back um, just full of life. We thank you for them. We thank you for the sacrifices that they've made in this house and um, that they lay down their lives for the gospel and every person in this church. We just thank you, Lord. We bless them, and we ask that you would bless each one as they go in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great week.